0: This is Howard Anderson, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today we're talking with Christopher Padron, Security Compliance Officer at Southwest Washington Medical Center in Vancouver, Washington. First,
1: how big is the hospital? We have 340 beds and licensed to increase that number um, by at least another 80 here in the next year. And we have internally maybe 60 physicians Uh, that we're expecting that to increase to 100 in 2011. Though we participate in a regional network of providers who are not our employees, that number includes 3,600 medical staff and at least another 600 external physicians. Inside the hospital, we have 3,200 employees.
0: Okay, we want to talk to you today about the security issues involved in offering Wi-Fi services to patients and visitors. Why did you decide to offer it?
1: To meet a growing request, constant calls for free and public access for our patients, visitors, and guests. So with, with a modest infrastructure investment and continuing expense, uh, we decided that the value to our customers – Patients, visitors, guests was very high and important to them to remain connected either to their email or their family and friends while they were visiting us or staying here at Southwest.
0: What did you perceive to be the key security risks involved in offering this service and how did you go about addressing those?
1: Wi Fi represents a low barrier for a knowledgeable attacker who wants to directly access a local network. You know, whatever the attacker's motivation or objective, the wireless method represents the most exposed access path to any network. So unless, of course, you have a, an unmanaged live data port that you could plug right into your network, the wireless represents the greatest risk. So when they're using Wi-Fi, To attack us, it's like a launch pad for targeted attacks. And most local network security controls are designed to address on the wire activity. A poorly configured Wi-Fi security posture is an invitation to attack and abuse. So we address this with several barriers and protections between our public and our private wireless networks.
0: Describe your use of web proxy filtering, how it works, and what it accomplishes.
1: Southwest uses three systems to filter Internet usage. We use a Microsoft ISA server farm, and those are Internet security acceleration servers. It's a cluster for two purposes, to firewall and to proxy our public Wi-Fi. More simply, the ISA servers screen packets, at the circuit level and application level internet traffic and that operates like a firewall and then it also filters for content and appropriate use and that's the proxy filtering portion so we set up rules on these ISA servers to limit what kinds of traffic where it is coming from and going to and then we monitor levels of use as well And anything that falls outside of our acceptable use standards gets flagged and alerts go out. So we're very pleased with our ability to monitor and secure our public Wi-Fi.
0: Describe for us why you wrote a detailed web use agreement for individuals to sign before they use your Wi-Fi network and what key points did you want to make with folks?
1: Well, we're very conscientious about our reputation and our need to secure our patients' information and systems. So we don't offer a service without first having the necessary controls in place to protect the assets and information and the extensive web use agreement is our all-in-one terms of use agreement. It covers appropriate use, limitations, disclaimers, information confidentiality clauses. The agreement helps set expectations which goes a long way towards avoiding conflicts or misunderstandings with our patients, guests, and visitors.
0: I understand that your organization uses the same high-speed fiber cable network for its private network as well as the public Wi-Fi access. Why don't we talk a bit about what technologies you use to separate the public and private traffic?
1: Well Southwest makes use of high-speed fiber cable networks to pass vast amounts of data and information across our extended service areas. With advanced switching and routing equipment, we can separate out public traffic from private traffic without ever letting one cross over to the other. And Our systems that we use, use international networking standards. We segment them at very low levels so that there is no risk of compromise, just right above the physical cable level. It is so common that virtually every level three or backbone Internet carrier, the same networks that the banks use, financial services, telephone companies, they all share common high-speed fiber connections with one another. But it's this segmentation that separates at the very low level the actual traffic. So it is not a new risk or an increased risk use a shared physical transport for the public and the private Wi-Fi.
0: So far, have any security issues arisen with public use of Wi-Fi in the hospital?
1: We've been fortunate in that we haven't been targeted by attackers trying to use our wireless networks. We've seen a few cases of attempts to use our Wi-Fi to reach inappropriate Internet-based sites but our controls prevent any excessive use or abuse of service. Back when we started in 2008, there were a few abusers who wanted to leech off of our Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi wasn't quite as popular in our area, you know, from the comfort of their cars and the parking lots. But now that Wi-Fi is freely available at coffee shops and libraries, malls, a lot of businesses, we don't see this abuse anymore.
0: Are there any other security technologies that you're using to protect your wireless network? And what advice would you give to other hospitals based on your experience?
1: We reinforce our Wi-Fi. We back up those ISA servers with a pair of Cisco firewalls, and we filter all traffic from malicious code traffic to unauthorized hosts. We prevent all that. They also prevent scanning, probing attempts, anything internal or external, regardless of where they are. We also have auditing and alerting tools that give us the assurance that our networks, wired and wireless, are clean, secure, and being used appropriately. Uh, We have a security event and incident management solution to oversee everything, so it consolidates and normalizes any and all alerts, so it brings to our attention the real threats. And we have a number of network and integrity health monitoring tools, both from Cisco, Nagios, What's Up Gold, Nixon Net Detector. We keep adding layers and layers, and that's my recommendation, the defense in-depth concept, to whenever you can afford it, add the next most effective layer around and within the network so that you are as aware as possible of the activity that's going on on the networks.
0: Well, very good. Thanks so much, Christopher. We've been talking today with Christopher Padron of Southwest Washington Medical Center. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so much for listening.